0: There are remarkable things happening in the Wellington suburb of Vogelmorn. The community has taken shared ownership of the Vogelmorn Bowling Club and they are deciding and designing what they want for the whole of the Vogelmorn precinct. Kelly O'Neill is an architectural designer for a sustainable environments and community development and has been facilitating the community to make these big decisions together. Wow, welcome to B-Side Stories, Kelly. Thanks, Laurie. Nice to be here. Yeah, good. Well, you've been busy. (laughs) Yeah, a lot of busy bees up there. Mm, Definitely. So maybe just to start, maybe if we start with the Vogelmore Bowling Club, just to to move into the precinct, but can you explain to our listeners what's happening there at the moment?
1: Mm, So there's a... uh there's a, a voluntary run community um, initiative up there to really, uh, to re-envisage the bowling club which had become um, basically redundant mm. and um, the lawn as well became completely unused. So yeah, I guess in a general sense it's been a, a period of of... of Taking over that space and seeing what might become of it now.
0: Yeah, and and I remember when that popped up on my own, you know, on Facebook, and I was like, wow, you know. Here, and and for me, I remember the community they were actually protesting or, or having a bit of a, a a peaceful demonstration to not sell the the bowling club. So was it mm-hmm. up for development? Um well there were a couple of buildings. So right
1: right next door to the Vogelmorn Bowling Club is the Vogelmorn Hall. It's a beautiful hall. Yeah, yeah. gorgeous. Nineteen thirties, yeah, one mm. of the it's um yeah, beautiful hall and it was actually that building which was um up for um Right. For assessment with the council as to whether they were going to um keep that in their portfolio or not. And this kind of raised a whole lot of issues and at the same time the bowling club was folding and, and it wasn't clear what was going to happen with the bowling club and it looked for a while there like one of the options might be um, you know, housing in the right. space
0: of these of these historic community facilities. So why did the community, what was it that drove the community to actually say, no, we, we, we want this space? Mm, well, I mean, it's great
1: really great energy um, in that area at the moment but I think that there is you know there was a reason to outcry and there was a bit of common sense there Um, Mm. you know there's there's very little in walking distance There's really Mm -hmm. heavy heavy residential area a lot of um, young families and things so to sort of lose the open space and the and the places where there were opportunities to connect even though they were underutilized it was Fairly obvious that that was going to be a real loss for the community, right? Right, yes. Yeah. So,
0: so that they could they could see that that was an asset yeah. for them, yeah, and yeah. probably
1: yeah, and and an underutilized one, which led to the sort of excitement of well, what can it be
0: then? Right, possibilities. Yeah, yeah, nice. And so, what are the kind of actions that are going on in the in the Vogelmorn in the bowling club now? In
1: the bowling club, um, so. There are a lot of community events that are organised mm. by various people, like quite autonomous um, organisation that happens to mount events that um, bring people together. And there's also um, rental activity that that is that sort of the backbone of the of the financial case um, right. at the moment, which is largely um, arts development and rehearsals. And um, there's been a few sort of longer um events like like some festivals right. around arts yeah and yeah and then these precinct events as well and there's Koha yoga in a co-working space and um we're yeah in the in the process of starting a kitchen which will be the next Commercial kitchen. Oh, my
0: gosh. Next next rentable (laughs) space on the list. That's fantastic. So will people be able to come in and and rent the commercial kitchen? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And now there was some funding around that as well, was there? Yes. Yeah, Yeah, we got
1: um, $7,000 from the Rotary um, Akina Foundation Social Enterprise grant. Wow. Which was the best... yeah, a really fantastic fun to apply for if anyone's thinking about it because it's a three-minute video of you.
0: I, I saw that. I'm <laughs> writing it down. We're writing it down, aren't we, Laura? Yeah, I <laughs> probably shouldn't advertise that yeah. too widely, yeah. but um,
1: a really nice way or for people who are thinking of, um,
0: mm. of ways to engage with... Um, Social enterprise as well, yeah. Videos is a is a great one. Great, great. But that's quite an amazing operation then, because it, you're also really encouraging local businesses as well as community mm. engagement events out of this space.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's definitely um, a real appreciation for how we can support each other and and you know what that means in a in a fairly changing economy and mm.
0: you know, a, a slightly um.
1: Shadowy future. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes,
0: yes. We try to not look at that one. Just as, and for the Wellington City Council, so did the community actually have they got together and they've bought that space? Have I got that correct?
1: Um, yes, well, yeah, it's been so the Vogelmorn Community Group have been working on um, and negotiating with the, uh, the Vogelmorn Foundation, which is the trust that formed to look after the assets after the bowling. Finally right,
0: right, I see so it 's
1: been a long negotiation process <laughs> yeah. between those two groups, and um yeah, absolutely amazing result, I think, at the end, like it was quite hard at the time, but um mm. it was all, i I personally always had this feeling that it was incredible, even just to be having that conversation with how to transfer ownership of a community asset um in in
0: the name of continued community activities? Um and, and I really am getting the prickles down my spine because I think that's what has fascinated me about this project. Like you say that, you know, you're talking about it, we're talking about it like it's an everyday thing. But in my mm. lifetime I don't think I've known of a community, you know, around me to band together. Yeah. To agree and purchase something like this, yeah, it is. So yeah, you know, you're right. Good. Just to be involved in the process mm. is amazing. Yeah, I think people are still probably getting used to the idea yeah. themselves. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, hopefully with excitement. So good, good. So also, so the 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 Vogel- Vogelmorn Bowling Club has actually come out. So it's part of a bigger project. Mm. That you're involved with around the precinct. Yes. So, can you just explain how that all works?
1: Yeah. So. Um, yeah. So, I might go um, go back a step and introduce the Kaka project here. Right. Which, so, or yeah, which wait, there there are as well as the hall um, and the Wagamama Bowling Club and the green. There's also a tennis club um, right next door and a school close by. Um, so there, there is considerable um, community facilities mm. that could be working together really well. Uh, the Kaka project was um, started when the hall conversation was happening around whether Wellington City Council right. were going to divest there or what was going to happen there. Um, and so this Kaka project came about, which was um, the Wellington City Council and the wider Brooklyn community conversing um, in a combination of face-to-face meetings and a Lumio group where there were council members and the community all um, talking at the same time and two projects came out of that conversation with council. Right. So there were a couple of submission rounds and people were asked, you know, what do they want to prioritise for um, for Brooklyn, for development in Brooklyn and the Vogamon Precinct project was one of two Projects that came out of that wow
0: um, discussion. Congratulations! Yeah, yeah. thanks. <laughs> well, was,
1: I mean, it's, it is. It's sort of yeah. It is. It is what it is. It was um, a recognition that there was a there was something there that could have been right and, supported and more. So the council sort of a- agreed and and helped to both of those projects to um to do a feasibility study.
0: Great. So a strong voice from the community saying that they really wanted something to happen here. Yeah, it was interestingly,
1: um, the submissions were very interesting and I studied them quite carefully for the precinct work, but it was more really a feeling that there was something going on there and that that should be supported and sort of seen, um, you know, given some space to evolve. Yeah. Mm.
0: So before I ask what is happening or, or where the the whole precinct project is out Kelly how how did you become involved how did you how did you find your way to this? yeah um, I guess I was kind of led there
1: <laughs> no, i I was involved in this space um, a big warehouse space in Kafatafata um which I was in partnership with a friend and we uh, had a big vision for an arts development space that would support the the Wellington um, Theatre and Arts community and, uh, you know, I had really big dreams about how that would be interrelated with community activity and and through that project I met lots of um, performance industry people in one of those people was joe randerson
0: wow a, a slight um a repeated interview <laughs> we've had on the show she's an amazing wellington character yeah, yeah absolutely yeah so um yeah so we i think
1: uh, she she was involved with the big live arts group at the time and, right and we um or she still is but uh, yeah i think we connected on some sort of core values, and um, she just invited me to, to attend one of the meetings with the Vogelmorn Community Group, and I haven't, um, I haven't missed many. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been at them all, but I, tr- I try to get to most of them, so yeah, I've been pretty involved ever since, and the warehouse um, subsequently, the rental agreement on that
0: became quite complicated, and one door closed and another opened. Another and I- opened, wow. And so how have you been contributing to this project, would you say? Um. Hmm,
1: I can paint and take the rubbish out and um, be a friendly face when people knock on the door <laughs> uh, yeah lots of different ways there's really so many people who have put energy um, right into the project and there's a myriad of things that that need doing so yeah I've Feel really lucky that we've been able to be involved in, in sort of a lot of the
0: a lot of the different stuff. Right. Yep. Yep. So <laughs> so sounds like you're you're open to whatever's needed at the time. Yes. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of discussion, obviously, mm.
1: because it's a community in transition. There's a lot of um, sort of steering the project um, that yes. happens from the with the vogamon Community Group.
0: Great. Well, sh- shall we un- unpack a little bit about? What came out, and and how you're getting to to moving forward with the precinct. Mm. So, what were the needs that the community wanted met? Mm.
1: Um, definitely uh, wanting open space, access right. to yep. open space. Um being the green and, mm. and maintaining a large portion of that as, as physically really open space so mm. that you can play and, you know, it's available to real flexibility of, of activities. Great. Um, safety was, mm. was, a, was a big one, safety and resilience. Yeah. Um, there's definitely been a big conversation around sustainability, which is right. which is great because when you bring communities together, you sort of yeah. that's a, yeah. that's always a big one is how's how things going to continue. Um, access is was a major part of the discussion because of the um, the, the different buildings um, and groups involved and how to make those really feel. Like a kind of fluid collection mm. of of buildings rather than mm. standalone.
0: Yeah, they're quite kind of um, oddly placed in a way, aren't they? But that, yeah. to be adds to its charm a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then there was
1: yeah the sort of things like how can the individual buildings, you know, what are their best uses and strengths and weaknesses, mm. and how do we and that you're coming on, you know, they've. Um, it's not completely obvious why they are how they are, and there are some sunlight issues with the hall that right. could be easily addressed. And, and um, looking at having you know big doors out onto the
0: green and easy um, maintenance. I did spot those, the, those in the possibility drawings the the big doors from <laughs> yeah, the green, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that look yeah. That, that, that clearly stuck. Hmm. So that's an interesting, and it's funny, because I think, you know, when I I saw that questionnaire about asking those questions, and I I love and it makes sense what they came to together, um, how many people were involved in in clawing out these values for the community? Um, Well... A lot of people, yeah. There were
1: so the first um, the first input towards the values was from the Kaka project submissions, right? And there were over two hundred submissions that had mention of of intention for the Vogemore precinct or values. Or, mm. um, so that was 200. an incredible, yeah, yeah. That was a really great starting point um, to to work from. Um, and then over last summer, we held five community workshops where. Between fifty and seventy, and more at the last one, um, came different people. But some continued. You know, some people came every single time. Sometimes it was different people. Yeah. Um. So yeah, there was sort of a great um,
0: a, a lot of contribution there. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Have you noted with this community anything different in their in the DNA or their co-popper <laughs> or their ism that that they were able to come together. Yeah, well, what, what's pulled them together to actually act? Because I think I think that's what I sense. We were communities that we talk a lot, mm. and we're all happy to give our opinion, but we're not mm. really that great at saying, "Well, what are we going to do about it?" it then? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I think that uh,
1: these these or anything maybe, mm. is about a set of circumstances at any given time right. when things are taking off. Yeah. And there is just, yeah, some, I mean, people in, in this group will be lifelong friends, you know, like I personally think that they're great people, but there's something about the energy up there at the right. moment that yeah. I think is probably um, ah. doing doing some of the work. Uh, yeah, in the set of circumstances, like lots of young families and um Having the opportunity of the discussion with council to run a participatory process, which which came about because of the series of events beforehand, you right. know, rather than everyone just saying, let's do it ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then having the energy um, and skills mm. in the community to take that to the next level and to sort of see that that through as well great yeah I'm, yeah. St- I'm amazed <laughs> <laughs> we have a um, an expression at the bowling club it's the it's the duocracy you know so, so there's, there's a lot of stuff happening to try and figure <laughs> out what what needs to be the organisational structure and what's going to happen in the future but in the meantime it's a duocracy and we just get on and and make it a place that's you know, try and try and make it more usable. I love that. The duocracy. What do
0: you think, Laura? The duocracy. <laughs> yeah. We could start yeah, I think yeah, that, that, that might become a Wellington. We might take that to Wellington Yeah.
1: That's something to live by. That's like yeah. a point of pride, I think. Yeah. yeah. That is a good one. You've got to be, um, slightly wary of um. Of really out there kind of anarchist
0: moves, but right okay. <laughs> <laughs> because it's a complex community and people need to be. yes, yes, I'm sure like yeah I think, I think in the the small print those are some of the com- uh, you know understandings we'd like to have but mm. um, maybe just a couple one more question then what what so out of these needs, just what are some of the possibilities that that have come out of the discussion for the precinct?
1: Mm. Um I think from a from an environmental perspective mm. I think that whatever happens there is um is gonna be fantastic and the 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 the, the really important thing is um is how the organisation and the energies are are fostered and, and maintained. And that really it just provides an unknown more than a certainty about what that kind of organic progressive community can turn into. But um, yeah, you know, I have I have personally have some dreams about um, you know cooperative economies being strengthened from suburbia and, and feeding that kind of into the city. And um, and and personally, again, these are just personal hopes. But I think that the um, that environment can be a, a sort of exemplar sustainable environment for for households to learn. Sort of um, conscious processes and right. and um, and share skills and and hopefully we'll get some um, some more elaborate resource
0: sharing abilities and time banking and yeah. So we're really moving into maybe the next interview, but a really good good one. And I, and I think this is something just over over my generous time on the planet and it's quite funny being able to look back a little bit now but I grew up with the the sense from everyone around me that a shared decision was a decision that would never be made and I think that's why this particular project has blown my socks off because Mm -hmm. even although I've got lots of different concepts around it happening but there's one happening right, Mm. well I'd say under our nose but on the hill, you know, from Berenpore. Mm -hmm. So... We're talking about sharing mm. <laughs> a really simple concept and and community led decisions and you've talked about a participatory process what what would you say that means for the the our beautiful listeners out there? How mm. would you describe that?
1: Mm, I think that um, to well for me, it means building enough conversation around the the question and and forming really good questions mm. so having having in-depth conversations that lead to shared understanding and um and shared understanding of of values and key motivations mm. and if this is an evolved um discussion then people can then we can use that to to meaningfully contribute to the issues that need to be
0: decided on as you go along, <laughs> does that help? Is it? Totally. <laughs> um, it's big and yet so simple. And maybe we're talking mm. about that lovely word empathy, that's too. That's right. You know, and yeah. that, that's it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> and definitely. acceptance. Yes, and all, yeah. all those things. Sort of trust and goodwill, and yeah. Great. So, Kelly, just one of your favourite personal learnings that you've gained through being a part of this process? there's definitely i mean every every time you're working in
1: a group of people there is probably a lot of a lot of learning that happens but i feel like this project more than any other has really taught me to listen to and and, and look for the value that everyone is contributing just by being present you know in this community um, it's it's been such a metaphor of you know the community projects it feels like any conversation in a in that space is really the start the middle and the end of a community project because it's really just about having those connections and and um and, and being in that space so yeah it's been I've learned a lot